0: Welcome to Asinine Radio, episode 168 of the pod. This time around, and from now on, we're going to be doing the episodes very different. We're going to be separating them into two segments, into two different episodes. Uh, This one will be just our Fearless Beer review, our songs of the week, and new music and other happenings in the music world. And then the other episode will strictly be our album of the week. So, if you want... To skip around this episode, there are timestamps in the description below. But also go to iTunes, go rate review and subscribe to us there. Go follow us on social media at asinine radio. Send us an email, asinineradio radio at gmail.com. Now, Jeff, let's get into our Dang. famous beer review. Well, uh, do you, what do we got?
1: You want you want me to do it again? Do what again. Okay. I mean I, I whatever okay. Okay. So do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: What are you talking about?
1: I don't know. Just to be clear, we had, I mean, it was a, it's one, I went to see Halloween tonight, the, the 1970s rendition. Halloween, oh, yes. and we went to one of those theaters where they'll bring you alcohol to your seat. Oh, right? fancy. So click a little button, you know, like a light turns on the other side and they come up and there's no talking. So you just like write it down on a piece of paper, like a notepad. And they mm-hmm. come up and they, they take it and they, they rip it off and they leave <laughs> and they come back with your drink. Okay. I thought what was kind of weird is like what, if, like what if people just can't write? Like how do they gonna order drinks or whatever? But I don't know. I, I'm sure they got over that somehow. But yeah. Anyway, so like the whole time I'm watching Michael Myers stab people to death, I'm you know give me this one, this one, this one sounds good. Give me this one. So I'm I'm fairly I'm fairly um, you know four inebriated or five beers deep here. Jesus Christ! But we'll get through it. Well, it's hard to like yeah, say well, no when this. he's standing right there. What do you want me to do? Jesus Christ, almighty. They had good okay. beers, too. So. Hmm, debatable. But, well, you don't even know what it's at. You don't mean, debatable. <laughs> but for the it's beer Fuck of the IPA. week on this podcast, we are continuing with our BJ's Brewhouse beers, our BBBs.
2: And BBs. this
1: week we have BJ's committed double IPA.
0: Yes, the Dipper. The infamous DIPA. This is 8.6 ABV, uh, brewed and canned by BJ's Brewhouse BBB in Temple, Texas, USA. It says also, keep refrigerated, and they've also been brewing since 1996. Uh, this is Craft Masters. I don't even fucking know. But also, please <laughs> recycle if you can. But um, yeah, should we open this? Should we talk about it more? Do you it's, try
1: it? It's also fun to note that on their um, website, it says committed was a word that fit this beer because it is also a beer that you need to be committed to when you order it. Ooh. So that's not really getting me that excited here. <laughs> <laughs> <And at> Ninety five <laughs> IBUs. This is a strong beer too. Yeah I'm definitely not
0: uh Yeah, you're gonna be on the floor. We'll but see that's what happens. fine. Yeah. So let's open it and then we'll uh we'll get more into it, yeah? Yeah,
1: I gotta open my lunchbox. Here we go. Here's your lunchbox. Ow. Oh. God damn. Yeah. Oh, that's so. That smells good. That smells. That, Ooh, that smells doubly hoppy. That smells doubly.
0: That is some hoppy, hoppy beer. No, doubly. Uh, I like enough. the label a lot. This is probably one of the coolest labels that we've seen
1: so far on the pod. Do you like it because it kind of is, is reminiscent of like old, like uh, like seventies horror movies, kind of?
0: Yeah, and I just like the colors, I like all the green okay. and the dark shadows. I like that. It's a cool. Uh, it's a cool little. Piece of artwork there.
1: You know, just until yeah. right now, I thought the guy was holding like two syringes in his hands. But I think he's two holding his hands syringes. up, and then there's there's like barrels in the background.
0: Yeah, those are those are barrels, and he's holding hops in his hands.
1: Does it kind of look like he's holding syringes though, like the way
0: it's it's positioned? I mean, if you if you like quickly glance at it, okay, maybe I'm right. It's then. pushing it though. No, I'm right. Oh, debatable. All right. Let's uh, let's pour them up. Let's get this.
1: Uh, I got mine poured already. I'm ready. To oh damn! Out. I I do have a glass today too. It's actually a ballast point glass too. So it's big beer, baby. I'm pretty, I'm you can't be s- doing that. I'm selling out here. Pour normal. Looks fine.
0: Yeah, Look. I got a decent amount of head on mine. Nice amber color. Uh, I could see through it, which is nice. Mm. No poisons.
1: <laughs> it definitely stinks like a yeah, like a deepa.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it has a strong smell.
1: All right, you ready? Right. You ready? Here, Here we, we go. go. <laughs> oh, loads.
0: <laughs> it's not as uh, hoppy as I thought it was going to be. No, but it's also um, not malty. That's pretty hoppy. Huh. I, I expected more of a bite. Not much of a bite, though.
1: Like, clean my sinuses.
0: Ooh, that's good, though. Yeah. You have bad allergies. Mm. Now you know what to do instead of taking expensive medicine.
2: <laughs> just
0: drink a dippa
1: Just drink it. Okay,
0: so what are we gonna rate this fine, fine beer from BJ's?
1: I mean, based on our on our our rating scale of of one or no, three being perfect, two being good, I'll order again. One being you should try it once, but it's not very good, and zero just being complete trash. This is gonna get a one because realistically, really? I I'm never gonna order this.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, okay. Like, if,
1: I'm never ever gonna order this at BJ's, I don't like really IPAs. I sure as shit don't like double IPAs. So there's no reason for me ever to order this. But you should try it because BJ's has yeah. solid beers. Yeah, this is a solid
0: dipper. So yeah. So I, I mean, I'm gonna give this a solid too. I, Ooh. I've ordered it before at BJ's. Um, I might order it again depending on how wild I feel when I'm while I'm there. Um, but you can also get this in a six pack can or a six pack, uh, 12 ounce cans, uh, or in a growler. And, uh, I got mine in a six pack of cans. I'm sure. I think you did too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yep.
1: Yes, sir. I actually so bought all it a six pack too. cans and then I split the cost with Sloan half down the middle. Oh, look at you. This is, this was ma- also made with, for those hop heads out there, this was made with Simcoe T forty five Cascade and Columbus hops. Ooh. Do you know that. what any of that means? No, I only read that because I thought the T forty five Cascade Hops was a cool name for for hops. Right? It reminds me of like the Terminator
0: or something. Um It reminded
1: me of T sixteen Skyhopper.
0: Oh, there you go. I mean, from the, the wars. Womp <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Rats. Did, did you see what this pairs well with? Uh or should we just say it pairs well well with whatever we're eating there? Which is what? <laughs> what do we normally get?
1: <laughs> the same fucking thing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at. Oh yeah, it's a. It's a try it with our New Orleans jambalaya, which I, I've never had, and I. It looks really gross. I won't have it. Cause yeah, it's it not very good. Well, I haven't had it there. Or but. Cajun chicken pasta, which I have had it there, and it's actually pretty damn good. That sounds good. And of course, this is a great beer to enjoy all on its own. That's there you go.
0: So, if you were to go to BJ's right now and you were to order this beer, what would you get to accompany this beer? That's what I'd like to
1: Ooh, do. Oh, that's, that, that's even better than just saying over and over what our favorite things are, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a more sophisticated <laughs> yes. way. It took us like five episodes, but we, <laughs> okay. we finally got there.
1: No, because that's better. Because, oh, dude, when well, next time I go into BJ's, I'm going to order one of these beers first and then order my food. Because usually I order everything at once and it all comes out at once and because I'm boring like that, but so next time I go, I'm gonna order this. So when if I if I were to get this, I feel like I need something like like salty just to kind of get that that hops taste out of my mouth. So I might mm-hmm. I might actually go with like a like a Cajun pasta because Ooh, that's pretty. I feel like that. the Cajun seasoning on the pot on the chicken is pretty salty. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I need to go with like a salty. great white pizza where it's like the Alfredo pizza and. Oh yeah, yeah. Go yeah. that route, but again, that might I be mean, interesting. My all-time um, wish list item from BJ's that I've never gotten, but I've always wanted to. Why are to? you avoiding saying favorite? Because I've never had oh, wait, it. Never so mind. It's not you my favorite. Oh yeah, this is my wish list. Is is the is the sourdough bread bowl with the chili? I don't know why you've never had it. That's what I get every because time. it's a lot every time, and I don't want to. F- I don't, don't want to eat s- all of it. But I don't want to like take up room in my stomach that it could be. Put with like pizza That's why I don't eat salads I don't want to get full right. On fucking bushes When I can just eat pizza That's stupid Rabbit silly food. to me Okay It's bushes That's fair enough Bushes. I'm not eating bushes I'm not paying money To eat bushes I have a, I have a garden In my backyard Bushes baked beans that I can eat no, bushes good I don't even That's like true. baked beans oh, you Get the hell out of my here My favorite bean You're insane Kidney beans Hands down Here's <laughs> the fucking worst Kidney beans, Kidney beans <laughs> Now I know beans, you're fucking Refried running. Top
0: three. Nah. Anyway, so if I were to go to BJ's or when I go to BJ's and I order this beer, I'm actually going on Thursday, but uh, when I go and get this beer, I w- would probably get, depending on my mood, <laughs> I would get a side Caesar salad. That's what I always get. Start I mean, out. Why do you waste time to, with bushes? To, to web my palate. Um, then if I'm getting crazy, I might get a, a pizza, a, either a barbecue chicken pizza or a pep pizza. Uh, but I usually go with the sourdough chili bowl, sour cream on the side, of course. Um, and then but sometimes since if I don't get that I'll get the, the giant platter of uh, chicken nachos, which I'm really obsessed with, and maybe some sliders, because I'm a huge fat ass. Um, <laughs> and then if I get really wild, I'll get a pazo and I'll and I'll get a white chocolate macadamia nut pazookie. Oh. Got him. So good. Oh. <laughs> yep. You like pazo. Oh, yeah, they're so good.
1: I don't get them very often at all, but
0: they're fucking good.
1: Like, you know, the birthday pizzuki that you get if you say it's your birthday? Like, even that's too yeah, much. Or the, that's the mini too much pizzuki. No, like, there's a mini and then there's the birthday one.
2: Yeah, the, the bur- really small one. Yeah, yeah the
1: birthday one is, is like, I don't know, maybe like three inches across in diameter. Yeah. Even that's like too much so good. Yeah. so good. The only ice cream I will so eat good. is probably like a thrifty scoop of vanilla.
0: Ooh, Thrifty's is good, though. Uh, vanilla? Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. The villain's I mean, I, the like, bees I bees love there. vanilla. All right. Well, that's good, man. This is uh, this is some delicious food talk.
1: Yeah, I like I mean, it. Yeah, I know. It's making me hungry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it always sucks right, when you so, talk
1: a lot about food, and then you go to your kitchen, and there's nothing to eat except just, like, shit food.
0: Yeah. There's no BJ's Pizza or yeah. Chili or round table. Chicken Nachos <laughs> round table, especially where you can't even go get round table during the well,
1: day. I know. Shit. Uh,
0: okay so there it is our fearless beer review i gave it a two solid two jeff gave it a one uh yeah. you know what i thought was interesting too that was the first time you actually explained the ratings i always do it that's true yeah i was very surprised you took that one over you yeah, know well. but i like the initiative i like the initiative
1: i will not do it again i apologize <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> this Deepa's get me, man? It's, it's cutting Deepa's. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, fuck. Did you already explain right, how this is going to go with, like, the new format here, or did you not do that? Yet? Yeah,
0: I did at the beginning, but I think you blocked out. So. Gotcha. Um, so, like I said, we're not going to be doing the album the album of the week on this episode. We're going to go from our Fearless Beer Review into our Songs of the Week. So, we're just going to talk about a couple songs that we've, we kind of want to talk about. With each other about or tell our wonderful stupid listeners out there about and then we're gonna get into some new music and music news and then separately will be the album of the week episode see how that goes hopefully everybody loves it and uh we keep our fans are like four of them mm-hmm. so who uh you should go first because you got you got two picks for your songs of the week i only got one all so right what do you got
1: which one let me do you first uh, that's up to you
0: this is your life picking number one or two let's go with one okay
1: so my first pick um came about because i think last episode or the previous episode some episode you mentioned uh jorge Benjor, mm-hmm. something of that and i was like oh yeah i forgot like like we went through this huge like brazilian phase remember like a while like a long yeah, did, time yeah. ago for like a year like we like got really deep into it that's all we did <laughs> And so like, one of my favorite artists that came about that was, um, I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, but Caetano Velasso, Caetano Velasso, if you're going to get that was good. correct about it. But um, he, he actually did a, a live album with this other guy named Chico Buraque. Buraque, Buraque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what his name <laughs> is, <laughs> we'll call him Chico, but the name of the live album was Caetano y Chico. And it was Junto's e a vivo, <laughs> Portuguese for fucking probably live together. I would assume. Probably. So that was uh. I should. I, I don't know. That was that was my. Fucking, I don't know. That was my. Okay. That was my pick. But I chose the song "Tropicalia," Tropicalia. Because <laughs> it's a fucking good song.
0: Because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> okay, here's a uh, Tropicalia.
3: Sobre a cabeça, os aviões Sobre os meus pés, os caminhões contra os chapadões No nariz Eu organizo o movimento, eu oriento o carnaval Eu inauguro o monumento no planalto central do país Viva a bossa, viva palhoca sa Viva, palho, sa, 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 sa. viva bossa, sa, sa, sa. viva palhota, sa sa-sa-sa-sa-sa De papel, crepom e prata Os olhos verdes da mulata A cabeleira esconde atrás da verde mata Na mão direita tem uma roseira Autenticando eterna primavera E nos jardins os urubus passeiam a tarde inteira Entre os girassóis Viva Maria, iaia, ia, viva Bahia
0: I love it in Brazilian music how the whole tone of a song will change at the drop of Instantly. ad. Like for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Brazilian music is so weird. But fuck man, it's so good and it's just so different. There's nothing that sounds like like this this style of yeah. music. Yep. It's so unique to that to that country. This
1: fuck, this whole love, like live it's album so I think is great because even though I don't speak any Portuguese at all, it's cool because I can hear like when the crowd laughs or when they applaud more. So it's almost like these two these two artists are feeding off of each other and probably changing the lyrics of their songs to kind of fit the crowd at that point wherever they're recording. And so it's kind of cool because you can actually, yeah. even though you don't speak it, they're really they're really great musicians to where you still feel like you're there. Na me, na me.
0: I like I really like the mix on that on this on that song and this album too like I feel like everything just hits so hard and man it's a great great live mix and just the way the the fans kind of erupt in there like with the cheering and the it's it's a solid live album even though I have no idea what the fuck they're saying
1: that that song title too the Tropicália is actually like a some artistic movement in the late 60s so that's kind of got like a double meaning if I'm understanding okay. it correctly but it was actually started, like, the movement, like, began when a bunch of musicians, including this guy, Caetano Velasso, and Gilberto Gil, and a couple other notable Brazilian artists got together and, and, and did this psychedelic rock fucking thing. So, that's cool. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, that's
0: really cool. You know, I can't believe we haven't done, yeah, we haven't done any Brazilian music as the album of the week, huh? That's because that I think
1: we're, like, super in our infancy of liking Brazilian music. And like Samba and Bossa Nova, Chevy Nova. So it would be really, (laughs) it it would be really cool. It'd be fun. But I mean, damn weird. We've
0: we've been into it for a long time, but it, I don't know. But It it does, it just seems where we haven't done it yet.
1: I feel like us trying to do that is in the same vein as somebody who's never really got into American music and thought that, I shouldn't say American music, but, like, rock music in general, and thought, like, hey, dude, like, I like Elvis, so maybe I like all rock music. And then you're just like,
2: dude.
1: Eh. Yeah,
0: but Brazilian music seems to be very specific specific to that style. Like, Like, there aren't different genres of rock music. Like, rock music that Elvis played back in the 50s and 60s is wildly different than the rock in the 70s, 80s, and so on and so forth.
1: And that's what I'm afraid of with the Brazilian music is because these guys, this guy, Caetano Velasso, has been making music since like the mid-60s. And the guy he did this with has been making music and producing music since like the early 60s. And these are just two like the biggest dudes. So like other other guys have been doing it since like the 40s and 50s, 60s. Like There's so many decades. And because I haven't listened to enough of it, I don't know if there's any kind of difference if I listen to... Samba in like the fifties or sixties, or as opposed, to have listened to it like an artist doing it nowadays. I don't, I don't know. We're, we're talking, but it's not what this podcast years. is about. But yeah, but then like in a week, that's, we got to like do a hundred years worth of music.
0: I'm down for any challenge.
1: <laughs> that's now that's a spicy <laughs> meatball. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a cool song. You guys oh, should check shit. it out. It's pretty toy, toy, toy,
0: toy, cool. toy, 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 toy yeah, it, was, it was a cool album. Uh, so my mine is. Uh, very 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 my pick is very very different from uh from what we just listened to. Uh, I've always heard about this band for several years now. Uh with this one website that Jeff and I go on often and we listen to the podcast Punk News. Uh they talk about this band all the fucking time. But uh it's the Bomb Pops. This is uh yeah, they've put out one full-length record and I think like three EP's, but they've been around since like 2007. Yeah, I was they just super don't put out a lot of music.
1: Right. It's so weird. We've been listening to but, uh, but, for years now and they always talk about him. I thought for sure they have like six CDs these or six albums. Something
0: like that. Yeah. But it's weird that I never bothered to really give him a listen. But I, I follow this one bag called uh, Clowns uh, on Instagram and they toured with the singer of the Bomb Pops. She did like a like an acoustic uh, like thing to open up the whole show for Clowns and a couple other like Teenage Bottle Rocket and stuff and uh and i saw the music and i saw her playing and stuff and i'm like wow this is actually really good i really like what i heard so i went more into it and i listened to the bomb pops and i'm like this is like really really good pop punk music like i'm not a big fan of pop punk like you are. i'm not a pop punk man like you
1: but <laughs> <Pop-punk-man>. <laughs> but this is uh
0: this is like this, this band's fucking
1: solid
2: they're good i think
1: i think they dance kind of on the line of pop punk and just traditional punk rock like there's yeah they're right there in the middle and it's not very goofy fast. enough to be pop punk because you're right. They do play more fast and more aggressive. But I think because she has kind of like a traditional almost like the girl from, say, Ferris, just like, kind yeah. of like, a, like an easier voice to listen to. It kind of goes in with like the pop punk realm. But dude, it was really good. I don't know why we haven't listened to them. Like, I know they're s- fucking cool now. as hell. They're really good.
0: Yeah, and then also the there are two girls in the band, the two guitar players, and they're all they also both do lead vocals, but it's sometimes I can't really I'm listening to their music I can't really tell the difference unless I'm watching like a music video. But apparently they both have their own songs, which is cool too. But uh, but yeah, but it sounds nothing like you know the Distillers or anything like that. Man. But I think it's fucking good. So the song, uh, because I'm not too familiar with the music, so the, I like this song a lot.
1: Is that it's a off foreshadowing you just did? What? With the distillers? No. Are you sure? Because we're going to talk about
0: distillers later. Oh, yeah, duh. I didn't even think about that. But no, it's not. It was just accidental. But uh, it's the song Out of Hand by the Bomb Pops. There it is, bump Pops, and the song "Out of Hand"
1: on <coughs> their EP "Like I Care" from twenty ten. Yeah, they're, cool this, they're
0: They're a rad band. You
1: yeah. know what this song also reminded me of, too? Kind of like the 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 chorus from another, or I guess the verse from another song, but "Natives from Neighborhoods." Like the okay, verse Tom I can sings. See that. Can you see that a little yeah. bit?
0: I could see that, like kind of that, that the choppy melody kind of going on. Yeah, yeah, I could hear that for sure. Natives is, much, is a much slower song. This is a pretty fast, upbeat song. It's cool. It's good stuff, it good.
1: I also went back and listened to their top five on Spotify, and they were all equally as fantastic as this one.
0: Yeah, there was the, oh, the fuck, There was another song, but I forgot the name of it. That was really good, too. But yeah, everything I heard, because I listened to their, their full name from 2017, and then I listened to one of their EPs, the one that this song was on. But yeah, they're solid. Solid, solid band. Good stuff. So go check them out. Yeah, go so check them out, bro. Yeah, don't be scared. Yeah, don't be guys scared. and girls. Now, what do you got, Jeff? What's your final pick before we so, get into some new music and stuff?
1: So my last one came about when, um, and so I was thinking to myself, like, what can I put on that I don't need to pay attention to that much? Maybe something I can, like, I already know. And somehow I remembered this, this joke song that I heard from a, an old neighbor, Joe, friend of the pod, Joe, you master. Long time ago, he showed me this song, and for some reason, this immediately popped into my head, and it's like the stupidest, dumbest fucking song ever, by the stupidest, dumbest (laughs) fucking artist ever, but even when I still listen to it today, I fucking, I laugh so hard, and I giggle so good.
0: I like the name of this album. It's called I Laughed, I Cried, I Fudged My Undies.
1: (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So the song I chose is How's Your Whole Family? by an artist named Red Peters. And just to give like a little uh, anecdote to go along with this guy, Red Peters, apparently, according to his Wikipedia page, in 2011, he actually farted in front of Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, <laughs> and, and, like, it was like a noticeable fart because they're at like a bookstore. And so supposedly <laughs> the, the security detail had to like, dude, you got to go. Like, you got to get the fuck out of here. And and that with that you can play the song.
0: Okay. <laughs> Here it is. How's your whole
2: family? Family, how's your whole? Family, how's your whole? Family. How is your whole family? How's your whole How is your dictation machine? Take your, machine. Take your pants down. Oh, to the cleaners today. Take your pants down. Oh, to the cleaners today. Take your pants down. Oh, to the cleaners today. Take your pants down oh, to today
0: There it is Red Peters. Fuck man,
1: it's, it's so funny. It's so dumb. It's my so my it's favorite so good. was the one that Yann is on with the with the take your pants down to the cleaners today. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets like progressively more and more vulgar until he says take your pants down. Like, how the fuck can he possibly justify that? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid.
0: It's very terrible. Dumb. But I fucking I thought it's so good. He also has that like this great. other
1: song where he talks about how he named his dog Stains, and so whenever okay. like his dog gets like loose, he goes, "Come, Stains, come, Stains," and that's like the, <laughs> that's like the joke. <laughs> okay. So dumb. Oh, Wow. Maybe the like maturity, a I love it. Like similar to like Alan Sherman, but yeah, more just mm-hmm. more immature.
0: I was thinking like Doctor Demento. Yeah. Like a dirtier Doctor Demento. Yeah. That's what I thought. That was good. That was really, really
1: good. Good yep. pick. Good, good pick. pick. But this came off like again. I okay. was pretty. I was pretty buzzed on this one. So, like you can imagine, just me in my patio laughing to myself, <laughs> like some kind like of a psychopath. Fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> good uh, times. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay. So some new music came out the last couple of weeks because we missed last week's episode because we had to go. But uh, Lagwagon put out a new album called Railer. Bayside, Jeff's boys, in Bayside, <laughs> they uh, they put a new, put out a new album called Enterobank. I haven't listened to
1: either of these albums, but I'm sure the Lagwagon album's good. I listen to Bayside. Can't say
0: so much. How
1: was that? Um, if if you're a fan of Bayside, then you'll like this. It kind of throws it back to like the pre-Cult days, like in vain mm-hmm. of killing time for if there's any Bayside fans out there.
0: Out of the four of you that listen,
1: there's like yeah. six. Tyler. Okay,
0: I'm sorry. I'm getting a little
1: crazy. So Wait, not including maybe. us. Then yeah, there's probably four. Okay, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> and uh, Anti-Flag put out a, a new song called Christian Nationalist. The song's better than I thought it was gonna be, but it's still I don't know. Anti-Flag like are boring. cool. They're cool, but they're just like
1: they're just cool. They're like whatever cool. When you name your if band that makes no like sense. Anti-Flag, like you need to be so fucking good. Because Black Flag already kind of did your thing. So you yeah. need to be like fantastic. You gotta step it up. You gotta step it up. Yeah. And nothing that Anti Flag has ever done has made me think like, Wow, dude, you guys deserve a deep listen.
0: A New Kind of Army is a pretty solid album though. That's a good album. That that's why I still like I have hope for the band because of an album that came out in nineteen
1: ninety nine. But They've done some splits. I, I don't think it's going to happen at this point. With, like, like BYO splits with the, with the Bouncing Souls. And they've oh, covered like right. soul songs and souls, like vice versa. So that kind of got me like into it because, hey, if this band is like another band that I think is fantastic. They can't be that bad. But I just, I, I just, there's no wow factor for me there. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't stand you.
0: Now, Third Eye Blind put out another new song this week called the kids are coming to take you down uh i thought it was just okay i thought the the song they came out with a few weeks ago was better this one was just meh i think you agree
1: with me on that one i think third eye blind uh, outside of their self-entitled is is whatever's
0: yeah they except really for are. like that but never I, let you go song gotta talk about it.
1: but other than that everything else is garbage not garbage damn that's a good song too close to garbage
0: and <laughs> um Refused put out a new song uh, called Economy of Death. This comes on their new album. that I think comes out in November, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it sounds like what you'd expect from New Refused. It obviously sounds nothing like what they were doing back in the 90s. Uh, so, But it's very reminiscent of their last album, which is still good. Just not as great. So give it a listen if you want, if you haven't already. Refused and their song Economy of Death. Uh, and the last new song here is by uh, Green Day. This one is called "Fire Ready Aim," and uh, I just think it's like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this new direction that they're taking. I feel like they're trying way, way too hard to be different, and it just comes off so fake and corporate and
1: gross. I mean, I don't, well, do you agree with me on that? I, we're gonna talk about Green Day a little bit more, probably with the next, the next thing you'll say, because it'll coincide with it, but. Yeah, they might as well just bring it up now. With the old, with the other Green song they released, which I already forgot the name of, but when they released it uh, along, "Father of All" or something, was that what it was? Something along like, with the I "Weezer a, and Panic of the Disco" song or "Fuck Fall Out Boy" song, mm-hmm. I thought that song was cool and I was I, I was intrigued and I thought, you know, hey, this could be like a cool album opener and they could kind of like mm-hmm. whip, I, don't, I don't know, wade in the waters of like mm-hmm. different genres of music and that would be fun. But then they released this and just kind of like dude like guys what are you what are you doing like, like he you,
0: needs to not i mean he sings in that weird high yeah. voice that's just like it's so weird it just doesn't sound like you
1: and it's like you sound like the rock and it's even so more irritating because last night i actually listened to dookie in its entirety and when it ended with fod before the secret song i just thought like dude billy joe like killed it on the acoustic guitar like he he yeah. fucking absolutely destroys this song and it's so good and I don't understand why this song couldn't they they could they should have come out with like an acoustic song that could have kind of like been like an opposite of the song they just released like you said it does sound like the tours, which I like that kind of direction it's cool that they're doing something different
0: but then but it's very derivative of it like it's not even like a like a cool like Green Day tinged version of the tours like it's it just it just feels so put together to sell records like it doesn't sound like anything like anything i i don't like the word organic because that's a gross word that's like why that's very overused but i can't think of any other term right now it's just it's so plastic and gross
1: and that's why i think that coincides with the next news topic i think that that was like the nail in the coffin for me. I was like, you know what, dude? You guys are, I'm, you guys are never going to be what I want you to be, and so I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to kind of stop hoping.
0: Yeah, that seriously. I, I mean, I gave up with them pretty much back when American Idiot came out. Because st- still to this day, I don't think that's a good album. I think it's mediocre at best, and that's like
1: really pushing it. That's. Oof. I don't know if I agree with that one, but. It's, just not, it's not a good album. I, I, I listened to that one recently, too. and, and Dude, I don't know, man. There's some, there's some bangers in that one. There's like two good songs.
0: Three good songs. There's three good songs on that album. I think there are only that, the rest three not good. stinkers, and everything
1: else is okay to banger.
0: No, you're insane. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do it someday, and then we'll fight. But, but anyway, let's get back to what they're doing now. So what, what, is it, what, what are
1: they doing right now? They're selling out to the NHL. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. The worst part about this shit, right, is that none of them are hockey fans, except for supposedly Trey Cool, who mm-hmm. used to be a San Jose Shark fan, but he's now living in where Huntington Beach, yeah, um, so, basically South Orange County. So now he's he's trying to be a Ducks fan, which, <laughs> by all accounts, doesn't is make so any fucking sense. Stupid. But what makes it even worse. Would be like, if I said, hey, I used to be a Boston Red Sox fan, but now that I live in New York, I'm going to be a Yankee fan. That sounds stupid, yeah, right? Because those are huge it's rivalries. Just, exactly. That's the Sharks and the fucking Ducks. Mm-hmm. That's the same shit. Like, you, fought, you, you have no idea what you're even talking about when you fucking say, I used to be a Sharks fan, but now because of where I live, I'm going to start fucking sucking on the Ducks ball underneath the water. Because Ducks swim in the water <laughs> and float. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, that's true, they do, yeah.
1: That's It's unbelievable to me how pathetic yeah, this is. <laughs> this is so bad. And to think that they actually got invited back to play at Gilman, like the legendary Gilman, because Gilman is such a... It's, it's a shit place to play, but at least they had their standards where they said anybody that's above... X amount of, like, income or whatever it is. Fuck off. You're never playing here again. But Green Day got invited to play back or got invited back to play. Because
0: they knew that... Boy, I mean, that's that's Gilman selling out because they banned Green Day once they, they signed to, what was it, Lookout and made... uh, uh Not Nimra. Uh, Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Yeah, that was when they, they were sold out and that's when they were banned from playing Gilman until, like, 2005 or something like that left. even then, finally even then, it, even then game,
1: coming yeah. back to play Gilman, that, that could have been like the restart of your punk career and the thing like, wow, we, we have been like rejuvenated. We, are, we, have been, we have dipped ourselves in the well, the fountain of youth. And let's, let's do this again. <laughs> let's kill it. Let's release another Dookie and just fucking rock the world, right? Because Dookie rock the world. Mm-hmm. But then they sell out to the NHL. And that's just fucking pathetic. And then, it, like, it goes even further to say that the teams don't have to use their their new song as as like a filler song or whatever it is, but they're highly <laughs> encouraged. Like the wording wow. of the contract is so pathetic. Yeah,
0: that's so weird. That, God damn, dude! All these corporate entities are just it's, when you think it can't get any like more aggravating, it really does, and. Man, I just don't get it. And I'll tell you, I just don't understand.
1: If it the it. fucking Ducks, not that I like this song in particular, but if the Ducks replace Bro Him with some bullshit Green Day song, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. <laughs> because that is, that will be, oh my God, I don't even know. I
0: don't even know I'm going to do Maybe they already have. Maybe they already have. I don't know. I, know, I don't I don't, I don't. don't get
1: local channels here anymore from LA and Orange County. Oh, that's tr- County. true, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to something uh, cooler than that. Um... Omar Rodriguez Lopez, he has released a new signature model guitar with Ernie Ball called the Mariposa. And what does that mean again, Jeff?
1: Butterfly.
0: Butterfly. And I think it's a rad-looking guitar. I think it's really cool. Do you think all he the was colors look already kind of playing good? like a. No, not all the colors. The only ones I like are the. I really only like the white one. I don't really care for the black one. The what is it? The pink or the? I guess it's pink. Yeah, like it's a, like pink. Like a soft pink. The yeah. teal. And then the teal. Teal. the teal one, I've, the teal one, I've gotten to like a little bit more, but then there's also this like weird, like, a uh, rosebush design on, it or like some bush design on it, yeah. Like kind of like faint on the, very, very 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 faint on it, and I just can't get into that. I just couldn't do it. But I like the 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 style of the the carving of the guitar. I think that looks really cool.
1: Yeah, they're cool, and I'm it sure is.
0: they're really fun to play.
1: I just, I've never, but, I mean, I'm super cheap, and I, I will probably never buy another electric guitar unless, like you, I find it on somebody's doorstep and decide just to take I, it. I still can't believe that. <laughs> I play it all the time, too, you know that? I still want you to bring it out here and leave it next time you come here. I'm not going to leave it out there. Well, you take you, it with You can't leave it out here, because you have like 15 well, guitars, yeah, I can and do you whatever can only I want. play one at a time, so there's no reason for you to have all these guitars.
0: Well you have two guitars and you can only play one at a time, so o- get rid of one of yours.
1: I do have two guitars.
0: You have two. You have
1: two guitars. So uh, fine, you're right. I will give you will get rid of one sucks. of mine. When you bring that one out here and leave it. <laughs> deal.
0: So we're gonna trade? I'll trade I'll trade your P V for the nah, epiphone. No, you can't do that? All right. Even though that P V is no a deal. piece of
1: shit guitar and it's garbage <laughs> and it doesn't sound very well. That's that's the first one, you know. That's like your first child. You try so hard to make it make it right. Even if it turns out it's yeah, total fuck up. Like you, you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: I know, and I regret getting rid of my first guitar, but that's fine. What was your first guitar? It was that blue uh, the blue Les Paul. Really? That Joe has now. That Joe has now. That, that was, was my first electric. your yeah.
1: guitar. That was like a, wasn't it like a hand-me-down or something? No.
0: Well, my cousin gave it to me. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was my first guitar that you're I you're had. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> How else are you going to get a guitar? Is it just going to
1: well, magically I thought you appear like, you in your would, hands? Like, you, or like, would, you would buy it. Or sprout it. out of the ground? Like, no. like, you would go out and buy this guitar. But, like, somebody, like, hey, here's, I mean, I guess that's not a every, really like, cool story he starts, right? He says, hey, my uncle gave me this guitar, and then I became Jimmy Page. I don't know. <laughs> or The Edge.
0: No, uh, I'm not that so. cool. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's awful. Um, <laughs> moving on to something that's, uh, like, really awful or equally awful uh, Frozen 2, by their soundtrack was announced. And uh, there's some interesting artists. But okay, so this is weird. From what it looks like I guess all these songs aren't going to be in the movie. Or no. some of them are. I don't fucking know. Uh, Cuz there's a Weezer one. Yeah. So there's a Weezer so There's a Weezer song. and there's
1: a Panic movie. of the Disco song, and there's a song that's yeah. performed by Kristen Bell. Is she in the movie? I, she has to be in the movie. I don't know. Because so, uh, it,
0: a, ahead, Adina yeah. Menzel is one of the voice actors in the
1: in the movie. But she also has so a song she, too.
0: Well, yeah, because she's like the main character. I, I haven't seen Frozen, but I just know her name.
1: Is she also the the okay? So like, is she the voice actor for Elsa or whoever the other girl's name is? And is she also I, the singing I'm voice? I'm
0: assuming. She's. I know for sure she's the singing voice. Okay. I don't know about the actual just the acting part, but I know for sure she's the the singing. Because she that was there was that infamous thing with John Travolta, where the teleprompter wasn't working at the Grammys. And he was he was going to introduce her, but the teleprompter wasn't working, so he couldn't remember her name. And she said, and he said, "Adiz, wait." He said, "Adiz, <laughs> something Adiz like he, it was completely <laughs> fucking off." But yeah, so there was. If you look it up, it's really fucking funny.
1: I'm, I'm but, uh, that. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, you should go look it up right now. Actually, it's really fucking funny. All right, I'm going to do it right now. I Ade- know, oh, Ad- Adele Dazim. That's what he said. Adele Dazim. The wickedly talented. Like, he, he didn't know what to say because he was, you could tell he was frantic of trying to remember her name, but he couldn't do it. Oh,
1: it's so fucking I told. got it right here.
0: Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only
1: Adele Dazeem. Oh, God, Adele Dazeem. The wickedly talented. <laughs> the
0: wickedly talented. Oh, it's so dumb. But anyway, yeah. I, why did you put this on here? I'm not sure, but that's okay. Just because Weezer?
1: Yeah, because of Weezer, because of Panic, because, I don't know, Just it, it correlates with what we talk about i guess and because the movie's absolutely (laughs) terrible
0: i never saw it and i really have zero desire to see it because i hate the music from it
1: it's actually impressive how bad frozen actually is And but uh, yeah kids love it i don't understand it it's funny because nick he uh he asked me he's like hey like have you seen frozen this is like years ago like three four years ago and I was like, no, I've never seen Frozen. And he's like, oh, let's watch it. I was like, okay, because I love Disney movies, and I'm down to watch any Disney movie. He's like, oh, it's so good. And so we were sitting there watching it, and the, and halfway through, I'm just like, dude, this movie's fucking dumb. And I think I actually said that to him. Like, I actually said that to a six-year-old. I said, this movie's fucking stupid. Like, why do you like this? And I think he realized, I don't know. I don't know why I like this. <laughs> yeah. And then from then, I, I it's just been like this snowball effect of, so many things wrong with the movie Frozen, I just can't stand it. And that song Let It Go itself is not a good oh, it's song. It's so
0: bad. I hate that song so much. It's just not. It's awful. Like it's an awful Disney song. I don't understand it. I think it's one of the I think this is one of those instances where because like the commercials and you know certain things say that it's so good, like you have to like it and kids have to like it. So parents like automatically buy the toys and buy everything from this movie and give it to their kids so the kids think you know okay this is good but the kids are stupid i mean they're kids they don't understand that they're being tricked agreed and that's kids what it dumb. is i think that's what it is it's deceit yeah deceit i can see that finest no it's true it's just and also knowing that disney has like one of has some like more money than every other movie studio in the world for advertising and marketing like come on yeah it's the way it is the way yeah. she goes, boys. the way she
1: goes, boys.
0: All right, let's move on. Uh, we got a couple things left. Tegan and Sarah, they did something kind of cool. You want to take that one away?
1: Um, Yeah. Did you did you, did you read about well, it? Actually, Punk I News talked about it, too.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I can't open this article or the the next article. It's not opening up.
1: All right. I haven't been able to. Yeah, so Tegan and Sarah, on, on one of their show dates, I'm going to just say it was Frisco. I can't remember if it was Frisco, but I think it was Frisco. On one of their show dates in Frisco, they had noticed that there was a lot of seats that were still available almost up until showtime on the aftermarket websites. And so about an hour beforehand, they said, hey, if this seat has not been bought on the aftermarket website, then just come into the venue and we'll give it to you for free. And you can kind of just put a donation into whatever Tegan and Sarah Foundation they put up at the time. so if yeah. you wanted to put five bucks in, a hundred bucks in, whatever you wanted to do. You can do that, and we'll let you into the show. And so that that was like their kind of fuck you to the people that bought these tickets, and were the probably tripling were the price, yeah, and, and and trying to scalp these prices or these tickets. So I thought that was really cool because I don't really like ticket and Sarah. I don't think their music's kind of boring, but this is way fucking cool. And this is like the first, yeah, step that's a really cool thing. It's like a co- like a collective. Musician coalition of of saying fuck you to places like StubHub, like all these other third party sites that sell tickets. Even well, though even they're even like, mostly Ticket owned by, like Ticketmaster,
0: Ticketmaster, but but Ticketmaster does it on their their own website. Well, we already know how they, shit they Ticketmaster is with the Metallica yeah, I know. thing. It, yeah, I know that was a huge shit show. But I mean, I like, I think this is a great idea too, and it it kind of goes to show like how you know they they'll they'll give up the money just to really like prove a point like that there needs to be changed needs to be changed because no other band's doing this no other band's just gonna let four or five hundred people into their show for free and say oh just throw in some money a couple or just a donation you know it's just it's so fucking good i love that
1: it's so and not
0: only that but but knowing too that like not only are they they giving it, not only are they getting it for free, but they can give whatever they want, and that money goes straight to something, and it's like non-taxed. Like there's not, there's no fees, there's nothing. It goes directly to what, to the to either them to the band or to their foundation, which I think is awesome. Like it, it that's the coolest way of doing it. Yep, it's very DIY too, and it it's a very cool punk thing to
1: do. So very punk.
0: Good for them. Good for them on on doing that. And uh, so this next thing, I don't even know what this is because in the notes you just put these fucking guys, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't open the, the link isn't opening, it's not loading, so I don't know what the hell this is. All
1: right, so this will be this will be this will be a surprise. This will be this will <laughs> be this will <laughs> be this will <laughs> be this will be this will be. This be, be. Be. So as you know, Slayer is going on their farewell tour, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So they have they have been selling a lot of merch, right? Like quite a bit of merch. Um, ten million dollars worth of merch. No, very really, well that tour. much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> According to fucking Metal Injection, they've they've sold over ten million dollars in merchandisers, wow. merchandisers, merchandise <laughs> on this tour alone. Ten million dollars. That's so fucking. Nice. These that's fucking insane. guys. These fucking guys. Damn. That's, a, that's insane. I never thought Slayer could pull that off with ten million. And, I don't, that's and also considering
0: me. they don't have very many uh, styles, like they have like the same logos and the same things that they've been using since like the early Beavis 80s. and Butthead days, or prior to that in the early eighties. It's like it's the same, like the pentagram with the e- the iron eagle, and you know the blood, and just it's just like their their designs haven't really changed over the years. And for them to sell ten million, it, that's absolutely nuts.
1: I th- I think this is also coming off of. I want to say Target or Walmart or some some b- fairly big like brick and mortar store. store is also selling Slayer T-shirts because you see a lot of a lot of to uh, hate using his word but you see a lot of like influencers wearing Slayer T-shirts who know yeah. nothing about life.
0: Well, w- wasn't the wasn't that big controversy a couple years ago where one of the Kardashians or the Jenners or whatever? they were wearing a Slayer shirt, like a $300 Slayer shirt. And then the the guitarist for Slayer wore a shirt that said, kill all Kardashians. Yep. That was pretty,
1: I mean, that's pretty brutal,
0: but it's very Slayer. Let's just say that.
1: Well, shit, when you got $10 million coming in, you, you don't care who you piss off.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Oh, boy. Well, that, that is pretty nuts. But the last thing here, uh, we're going to round out the this episode with some really sad news, but... A truly, truly gifted musician and songwriter passed away this last week, and that is Ginger Baker. If you do not know who Ginger Baker is, he is one of the greatest drummers to ever live. He was the drummer for Cream, best known for being in Cream, uh, and also known for being an absolutely wild, insane person on and off the stage. He didn't get along with very many people because he was so just He's an animal in his mind. He was an animal, yeah, he was insane, and there was actually a really good documentary that was done like in twenty eleven or twenty ten It's his, i think it was, I think it was called like don't piss off Mr. Baker or something like that, <laughs> but it's actually really good, it's really fucking funny, and he just doesn't give a fuck like he he's smoking. he's like in his seventies like smoking cigarettes, drinking, and he lives in like sa- he has like a house in South Africa, and he just there and plays drums and he like goes and plays like little jazz clubs in South Africa or he did back then. And he and he would like fight with the the filmmakers of the documentary, like literally, like verbally and physically fight with them, because they would just yeah, like say one wrong word. Temper. Yeah, he would just he would lose his shit. But, goddamn, the guy was a killer drummer, one of the best. Uh, I think it's to ever so, play the kit.
1: I think it's so weird that his death, I feel, is not being. I think it's being underreported.
0: I think so too, and I think it's because he he burned so many. I think because he burned so many bridges.
1: Because he was addicted to fucking heroin, like
0: fifty years. Yeah, Yeah. and he was also the first one to to criticize. He was he always like up until like the day he died. He was criticizing John Bonham, saying John Bonham was a shit drummer, and that Keith Moon was a shit drummer, and any other drummer that's in the mainstream rock music is (laughs) absolute shit. Well, the he said, the only good <laughs> the only good drummers are jazz drummers. He said that's the what only The
1: only p- the only person that could have said that and got away with it would be like Ginger Baker. Yeah, I know. He was Because of who he was and how line. great he was. Like he's like the only person that could say that and people are like, uh, "All right, I, I I I can see that. I can see that."
0: I mean, it, it's it's insane to think like he he was best known for playing in Cream, which was a blues rock band. But his influences and his style not only fit the rock genre so well, but he, he was so much influenced by jazz music, but also like Afrobeat music and just a lot of African drum and bass music. Like, well, not drum and bass, but just, just the very kind of like, I, I can't think of the right words, the, the very percussive driven drumming of African music. And he he kind of st- let those influences show in cream. But just just held it back just enough to not make it sound too weird and still make it sound mainstream. And I think that's so fucking cool. Like he was he was such a good drummer, one of one the, of the best. best, one of if the best. if not the best. Yeah, Honestly.
1: argument could be said as as if 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 or he was fucked, dude. He could be one of the if not the best <laughs> drummer. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah. arguably he is one of the he is the best. Yeah,
1: fucking bitch ass. So there you have
0: it, Ginger Baker passed away this week so that's about it for episode 168 of Asinai Radio right unless you got anything else to say
1: no that's all I gotta say about that no, that's all I gotta say okay. about that.
0: so if you want to listen to the album of the week we will be getting into that but on a separate episode uh, but while you're doing that go on to iTunes go rate review and subscribe to us on iTunes follow us on social media at Asinai Radio send us an email Radio at gmail.com And that's it for this episode. Are we (sighs) going to David
1: Jaffe now? David Jaffe.
2: David Jaffe. David Jaffe.
0: David Jaffe. David Jaffe.
2: David Jaffe.